Welcome to the podcast where you eavesdrop into conversations between my friends and I on a weekly basis. My name is Lily Jo, I'm a singer, songwriter, and I perform shows all over the world. I'm a qualified counsellor and an emotional well-being coach. You can also check out my award-winning online mental health resource, The Lily Jo Project. I know you will find gems of wisdom within the conversations that I have with my friends. Hopefully you will find tools and resources that you can hold on to, try and test for yourself, all around the important subject of mental health and personal development. I am so pleased to welcome you to today's episode of Eavesdrop. This Baby Loss Awareness Week, I wanted to interview Christine Fiddler, who is my mother-in-law, but also the founder of national charity, Image. Image offers a safe place to talk in confidence about any concerns relating to pregnancy or any difficulties the mother may be experiencing following an abortion or miscarriage. This all takes place through the Pregnancy Helpline Service. Christine, it's so good to have you on today's episode. Thanks for joining me. Um, So I just wanted to ask you a few questions regarding the work that you do. Okay. And it's an amazing work and I wanted everyone who listens to this podcast to know more about it and be able to find out ways that they can potentially get involved. And also if this is something that people out there listening to are struggling with, they can find the help that they need. Tell us all a bit about the kind of help that Image offers. Okay, well, you're right that we help people following termination. We also help people following miscarriage. But we also offer help to, to those who have had a stillbirth or sudden infant death syndrome. And some of the more kind of difficult losses that aren't as acknowledged, like had their children taken away from them, which is a loss in itself. Of course, yeah. So because some of our work goes on in prison as well, you know, we see quite a lot of people there with those kind of issues so we offer help for a range of baby loss issues Mm. and the way we offer that help is if someone's had a recent loss they would come for support Mm. using counselling skills we'd help them through that time of immediate loss but more often the clients that we get are people who have had a loss some time ago sure and are finding that it is still absolutely in front of their eyes in terms of everything that they do Mm. in life that they cannot get beyond that loss Mm. so it's still very raw for them very much so and it could be 10-15 years on it could be longer than that And I think if anybody's struggling in that kind of way, we use a programme of support for that. Amazing. It's a 10-step programme, so it's at least 10 weeks, but it could be a lot longer in terms of getting through those steps. And we use a picture, you Mm -hmm. know, so we use this image of dropping into the river of grief because often life is going along really calmly and okay. And then suddenly with the loss comes this bang into this river of grief and people can be swirling round kind of the whirlpool of anger, shame, blame for a long, long time. Sure. And it's often those emotions that block the grief yeah. and, and, and kind of leave people struggling. Mm. So we kind of explain the programme, we help people to expand their story, express their feelings and then we we work these stepping stones around and across the river and around this anger, shame, blame. Yeah. And once we've looked at that, they can then go down into grief 
and express that grief and up into forgiveness mm. and then entrusting the past and embracing the future. So there's a whole kind of process to go through for people that are really getting stuck. Their grief has become more complicated. Yeah. Are they one-to-one sessions or are they group sessions? How we does do, it work? Currently they're one-to-one. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously... We have a limit to how many counsellors we have and, and people that are, are skilled helpers, the people that have been trained specifically to use the programme and to help people with counselling skills. But yeah, at the moment, I don't think we've got a waiting list. Right, yes, you managed yeah. to, managing to resource We're managing, the people we that are need the at the moment. The most. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So can you talk to us a little bit about what inspired this whole work in the first place? Because I know this is obviously a long-standing charity. It is. We started in 1990, which is wow. ages ago, 28 years ago. Ah. And it was initially the whole area of abortion, really, because we felt that people didn't have enough space and time to think about their decision prior to having an abortion. We felt that from seeing people after abortion. And so that was the initial kind of inspiration around the work and the getting the resources together. But as we've gone on, we've realised those resources post-abortion for people that have had terminations and are struggling actually are helpful for those that are struggling with other kinds of child loss sure. you know um, so it kind of translates into it, different absolutely of loss so it translated into you know even ectopic pregnancy mm-hmm. you know miscarriage stillbirth sudden infant death and then it's developed more rec- you know more recently as well or into help for people that have had the babies taken away from mm, them yeah, yeah sure so this isn't a glamorous cause no <laughs> <laughs> and it's not something that people are quite readily open to get involved in or stand alongside how have you managed to keep going regardless Mm. of the the nature of the work that you do Mm. I think the generosity of a lot of individual people and generosity of some churches as well that Mm -hmm. have supported us in it and because we're a Christian charity we've tried to get churches on board with this and get people involved in it so that's been really our mainstay sure so if a church wanted to get involved in image what would they have to do i think to probably have someone come and and talk about the issues that we were involved with to get people interested Mm -hmm. or they could get involved in terms of giving to us at any stage, you know, financially, yeah. yeah. And we could come and do regular updates uh-huh. in the church for prayer because we're, we're often wanting people to pray into the work as well. Mm-hmm. So in lots of ways, people can get involved with us. Yeah. And because we help people prior to pregnancy loss, people who continue the pregnancies, we also have another arm of the work that is a more practical area of, baby clothes and equipment that people can get involved in donating yeah yeah Yeah. amazing and if people who have been really kind of in that position of blind raw guilt shame feeling like they can't go on because they've had this termination how many of those people would you say the charity has helped oh an an enormous number of people yeah Yeah. I mean obviously we only see the people who are troubled Mm -hmm. after termination and those that are struggling following miscarriage and so on and so forth but the feedback from the program is quite phenomenal to see the change around that people have made and there are kind of quotes that we could 
read yeah, out let's, the, let's from clients. Yeah, be amazing. Yeah, so we've got different quotes in both our leaflets from, from real clients who have gone through the programme. Someone, someone for termination fed back, it's given me more confidence in decision making. Just want to say thank you for your help. People like you make things more bearable. Yeah, for support after termination, the support has been more than I ever thought it could be. It's helped me understand myself, my relationships, and the impact my abortion experience has had on my life. Mm-hmm. A miscarriage, child loss, it has helped to get my life into a better perspective. The staff made me feel secure and safe. And for the first time in years, I cried properly. Mm-hmm. So they, it's they helped me move moving. on. And take quotes, and there's many more like that. We've got a whole load of other quotes. Incredible work. So, what are the up to date stats regarding baby loss in the UK? For miscarriage and child loss, one in four pregnancies Hmm. end in either miscarriage or child loss. So, baby loss, yeah, through pregnancy or birth, (laughs) and one in five pregnancies are terminated through abortion. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, a lot of women out there. Yeah, that is a lot of women. I don't know how many women there are in the UK, but that's mm. they reckon one lot. in three women is affected by termination, mm-hmm. and so it'll be kind of a, a similar number affected by miscarriage and child loss yeah. too. And these people are sort of your friends. They're your family members. They're people mm. that you know because one in three is high. It is high. So, how can we best support? Mm. our friends mm. and our family members that may be going through mm. miscarriage or may have mm. just had a termination and don't know what to do. Mm. How can we best support people who are grieving? Mm. I just say be sensitive to them because actually grief comes in all shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. And some people want to talk about it. Some people don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think it's ha- it's knowing that they've got someone there who they can talk to. It should they want to talk. Yeah. And not to ignore it. I know mm-hmm. people have been very hurt sometimes with miscarriage, for example. If friends have not known what to say and so said nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's yeah. like that child never existed. Sure. And and I think it's just being available. Yeah as a friend yeah we've talked about grief quite a bit on this podcast mm. actually over the last few weeks and I think that whole thing of being present mm. just being present and letting your friend know that, that you're there you are there yeah if necessary that's so important mm. something that I heard the other day as well which I really found very helpful to think about grief in this way is like grief is like glitter and you spill glitter all over the carpet Mm. you can tidy it up as best you can you can sweep it you can hoover it but then in a week's time you might find glitter Mm. somewhere else in the carpet and it's like Mm. oh gosh I thought that I cleaned it but it still shows up Mm. unplanned wherever Mm. and grief's very much like that isn't it Mm. it's sort of it's not neatly tidied away easily it can show up at any point, any time, can be triggered by yeah, something that you see absolutely. on the television or something that you hear on mm. the radio. So I think it's important for people out there mm. who are grieving to know that just because something rocks you or just because something uh, suddenly turns up and you think, I, I thought I was over that, mm. I thought I'd dealt with that and mm. it kind of is right there back in your face. I think it's important to know that actually that's very normal. Very normal, yeah. Yes. 
Counseling is a talking therapy which can provide support and treatment for a wide range of mental health and emotional issues. It offers a safe and confidential space where you can discuss your problems and difficult feelings openly. Counseling Directory connects you with professional support. Please find a link to their amazing website in the description box below. So if someone is listening today and they're struggling with the guilt and shame mm. of baby loss, what top tips or what advice mm. can you give to them? I think to seek help, really, mm. and support would be a good one. Yeah. Sometimes carrying something alone is far more weighty mm. than if you could share it with someone. And sometimes it's hard to share, especially on that issue with people roundabouts mm. who you maybe don't want to talk to about it. Yeah. It's a very um, secretive thing, I'm guessing. It can be. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think people go through this very differently some people don't have those kind of feelings and other people do mm. and we're there for the people that do want yeah. to talk so it some through people might have an abortion mm -hmm. and be absolutely confidently fine with that decision mm -hmm. and others might have had an abortion and thought they were absolutely fine with that absolutely. decision yeah but a year down the line two years down the line yeah some people might have unfinished business with it they might have you know they might yeah. might look back and feel that they've got conflicting emotions that they didn't about expect. it that they weren't expecting and if yeah. that's so you're there um, to help them. we're there to help and it's quite a unique service in manchester and we're linked to centres across the country mm -hmm. um, who can help with those feelings yeah. and to work through the, the programme that we've got as well, which is really good. Yeah, so guilt and shame... I mean, can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I think I, I think for me, the emotions that I meet the most in this, this work is, is anger oh, is right. like a mountain uh -huh. for me and shame is like a deep valley. Mm -hmm. And I think it's people struggle with one or other of those things or both. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so in most baby loss, there can be anger about towards people, systems and so on. Yeah. And there can be shame that in some way, what's wrong with me? You know, mm -hmm. something must be wrong with me, mm -hmm. like to have a stillbirth or whatever. Yeah. And that's quite a natural kind of response yeah. when actually that's not the case and we know it's not the case yeah. and and often people know in their heads that's not the case but it's that deep down feeling sure. of not being adequate or sufficient mm -hmm. in some way yeah and I feel that's people with infertility problems feel similarly sometimes we've used a program for infertility as well which okay. is a, a loss of a, a child of, of not having a child sure. so loss comes in all different yeah. shapes and sizes mm -hmm. On this issue. Yeah, it's huge, um, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that, that the best thing people can do is to get the right kind of help yeah. and support through that time. And to find the service that meets the needs yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. Great. That's really helpful. Can you just quickly talk about maybe one practical thing that you might do surrounding anger? So if a client is with you and they have anger issues do you have anything in particular that you would use I, well we have tools like uh, one of the things i've been using more recently is an anger quiz uh -huh. and we do an anger quiz that's got 33 questions and it's 
10 different styles of anger. Wow. And it's finding out what your anger style is. And then working with it. Kind of you, because we adopt an anger style as a protection. All All the anger styles we use are to protect ourselves in some way. So like a defense mechanism. So there's always a plus. There's always something positive about the anger style we use. Okay. That we're looking for. It might be because we feel a loss of control. So we... And an anger style might help us to get control, but it has its flip side, which is the negatives that it brings with it. And understanding how you react and why you react in that way is a great tool to moving forward. And mm. we often think anger comes as a trigger and then you're angry and it's the fault of the trigger and actually, there's a whole cycle in between that, mm. <laughs> that trigger and that response, which feeds into what your belief systems are and, and what you think about yourself. Wow. So there's a lot and, to and it, And so, isn't there? like, we look at, at the process of anger, because it all happens in an instant, anger. Yeah. And I'm, I'm making the programme, we make a distinction between anger and rage, because rage is where you go from naught to 100 degrees in a second and it's blind and you kind of sometimes can't remember what you've even said Mm. because you're so angry and there's some really interesting research out there that shows that rage is more to do with unprocessed trauma right and a lot of baby loss is traumatic yeah so it's no surprise if sometimes you find people coming with rage issues because they've had uh, a baby loss yeah Wow. Yeah. So there's there's a, it's really a lot deep, of stuff isn't it? around that. And we use some of those tools in the yeah. program. I want to know what anger style I am. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll let you have a go if you want. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> to do the test and yeah. find out. <laughs> Quiz. Do you know what anger style you are? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was. I, I think I was shocked when I first did it okay. because there were, there were some anger styles that I was a bit surprised at. I wasn't surprised that I was someone who pushed anger down. Uh (laughs) that didn't surprise me but I came I I kind of ended up with sneaky anger and I'm like oh what's that about Uh, sneaky anger and I think I didn't (laughs) like the term (laughs) so I wanted to shrug that one off you didn't like that you wanted to choose a more glamorous style of anger (laughs) just interesting really interesting I love all of that stuff okay and shame as well Anything around that that you could talk to us a little bit about uh, in terms of being in that yeah, valley? Yeah, shame's an interesting one because it's probably the most difficult to deal with, I think, as, as a counsellor as well. Mm-hmm. And, and shame comes from the root word to hide. Mm-hmm. So it's often to do with your self-image and how you have perceived yourself. Mm-hmm. And often when it's around a loss, it goes on top of where you were already at. You know, so there might be instances in your past that have led you to believe you're this kind of person. You m- might feel that you're someone who is insecure or not wanted or so on, that kind of thing. And shame again, just like anger can c- goes into your belief systems, a shame builds on what you your own feelings about yourself are. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the work we do is around building self-esteem and being kind to yourself I think we are our own worst critic yeah. all the time yeah. and that inner voice 
what that inner voice keeps telling us. And it's useful to notice what your inner voice is telling you mm. because we're, we're constantly talking to ourselves and that inner voice is constantly speaking. And is it speaking negative things all the time? And kind of that lack of self-esteem mm. is there. So, so often when a loss happens, it kind of knocks that right to rock bottom. Sure. And, and it's about building that up again. Mm. So you would do that throughout the counselling mm-hmm. process. Yeah. yeah. Really good. So I want to know where we can find out more about you, Christine, and the work that you do with Image. Okay. Well, you can find out more about Image. And if you want to have a look at the work that we offer through Pregnancy Helpline and the general work of Image is imagenet.org.uk. Imagenet.org.uk and pregnancyhelpline.co.uk. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So if you're listening today and you want to find out more, please do check out the website. And also, if people are listening today and they like the work that you're doing and they want to get behind you and support you how can we best help you to continue this amazing work yeah obviously we need financial support we need prayer support we need practical help yeah so go to the website on the image website particularly imagenet.org.uk there's information about how to get involved if people listening want to to have help from image and support through for any kind of loss, child loss, baby loss, then go to pregnancyhelpline.co.uk. That won't be asking you for money. It's a free service. Amazing, yeah. And how much does it cost on a yearly basis to keep everything you're doing afloat? A lot, thousands of pounds. Thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nothing comes cheap, nothing comes for free. Thank you so much, Christine, for your wisdom today and the information that you've shared with the listeners so please do get in touch if you're struggling in any way or if you think you can help in any way from you christine would love to hear from you and her team would love to hear from you so please do not suffer in silence please remember that you're not on your own and that there is help out there available for you if you need it thank you so much for listening thanks christine thank you god bless for listening i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did please be sure to subscribe and if you're feeling generous why not share with your friends please check the description box below for extra links and further information to some of the topics discussed in today's episode also you'll find information about what's coming next for further information top tips and advice on all kinds of mental health issues including low mood anxiety self-harm eating disorders and more please do check out www.thelilyjoeproject.com you can find my music across all digital platforms including spotify and itunes see you next time looking for an interactive workshop on how to overcome low self-esteem for your next festival, youth event or schools workshop. Why not book me, Lily Jo, to lead my brand new I Am Worthy workshop where I teach best practices on how to overcome low self-esteem. This workshop is not just for girls, but it's for your guys as well. Find a link in the description box below to book today and don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for 10% off. Dress baby like a one, two, three. You can never put chains on me. Play me like a one, two, three.
Are you feeling stuck? Do you need a little help to get your life back on track? Do you have big dreams but don't know where to start? Why not book a session with me where we can explore together your dreams and turn them into a reality? I offer life coaching to individuals through my unstoppable life coaching business. Why not find a link in the description box below and book today? And don't forget to use the unique discount code eavesdrop for an extra 10% off. Trust me, you like one, two, three. You can never put chains on me.